wading through the rhetoric in search of the truth. This is Global Top Talkers with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. 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 Yeah, Scott Thompson over at Global News Radio and Craig Needles, Global News Radio London. Hi, guys. Hey, Alex. Um, all right, guys, let's talk about Vic Fidelli. He called an NDP member an idiot. Uh, let's play the clip and I'll ask you, is this fair, ca- fair game or is decorum out the window out? Uh, Queens Park, take a listen. But as the security of the OCS warehouse is a top priority, we will not be sharing further information on the day-to-day operation. That's how business works. You idiot. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he was saying this to a woman, uh, I think Sarah Young of the NDP... Sarah Sangs? Yeah, that's her last name. Um, He did apologize, but should he have, Scott? Well, first of all, I don't think it matters what the gender is, because it's all about equality, right? Mm -hmm, That's true. Uh, Plus, I don't believe he's saying anything that anyone hasn't already thought, but, (laughs) uh, you know, you can't be calling, come on, kids, you can't be calling each other names, that's not allowed. Well, Uh, they did call him a, they've called Doug Ford a dictator, I mean, they've they've done their share of name-calling. I mean, this certainly isn't uh, the first, nor will it be the last. The bigger question is, how do we get here, and what do we do from here? And it's really simple. Make some rules, enforce them, and have some vigorous debate. That's all you need here. I mean, my goodness, if any of us have kids, we know how to handle this sort of crap. Make some rules, stick to them, have your vigorous debate. Yeah, I mean, they were talking. The issue was, Craig, that they were um, the NDP was asking about the OSC, and I guess they were asking who's got the contract, what is this, how does this work, who's got it, and and that's not the kind of information the government can just simply give out. Now they're they are the opposition, but you know, your thoughts on what Vic said. Uh, like, here's the thing: I typically don't get too worked up over this stuff. When Justin Trudeau called Peter Kent what he called him that I can't say on the radio. I didn't get too worked up over that. I'm not going to lose any sleep over this either. Uh, he apologized, and that was probably the right thing to do and, and, and move along here, but I don't think that uh, Vic Fidelli needs to uh, go anywhere beyond that. It was just something that he said because he was frustrated in moments. We're all frustrated in moments, and sometimes we call people things we shouldn't under our breath. Never me. I don't. I never, ever, ever, <laughs> we, ever. We just, for the most part, wait till the microphone's off. <laughs> we do. We hope. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I've spoken to the mother of Luca Magnato in a, a fascinating interview that will run at 8 o'clock, and that's because she has written a book about her son called My Son the Killer. And I'm going to play you a clip of, of really kind of what she, how she feels, because I said, you know, pretty much how do you think of your son? And here's what she said. It wasn't um, a question of forgiveness. I unconditionally love my son. Mm-hmm. So... I know that we have a bond that can work through anything. So we did. They still have a lot of work to do, um, Craig. But it was a fascinating interview because we don't often hear from those who are on the other side of these crimes um, because they're so vilified. So she is speaking out. Uh, I mean, I'm not sure how you could ever forgive uh, for this, but clearly she's at a point where she can have a relationship with Luca. Um, But should she be able to profit off of what he did? No. Uh, look, and I, I would never buy this book. I would never uh, exchange money for it. Uh, the market will, will bear what the market bears on it, and I'm not saying there should be some sort of government rules saying she shouldn't uh, sell, try to sell a book. Uh, people can sell what they want, but I would hope that the market would uh, would fundamentally reject this. Scott? Craig brings up a valid point. Uh, she wouldn't profit if nobody bought the book, and clearly there's enough people interested in that it has gotten this far. 
And uh, I could see a lot of, uh, it's not for me, but I could see a lot of people purchasing this, reading this, and finding out what the heck, it, you know, is going on in that person's life. Uh, no matter if she makes a profit or not, whatever she could possibly make from this, I guarantee you, well, maybe I don't, I can't say that, but uh, I'm sure she would give it all in return if she could change all this and, and, and put the clock backwards. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not, I know, I know a lot of people will jump to say, well, who cares what she thinks? But a lot of times it's, you have to step back and say, the, the pe- it's not like she did this. She's the mother. Right. I mean, skilled well, by association. Day, doesn't yeah. anybody want to know the story? Doesn't yeah. anyone want to know how he got to where he got? I mm-hmm. mean, that would be fascinating. Yeah. I, you know, we, just because uh, we feel the way that we do and the emotions surrounding the case doesn't mean we shouldn't try to learn from it. Yeah. Well, you can both learn from it because she'll join me at 8 o'clock. Um, I'm going to steal that one off. Yeah, I'll send you it after. It'll uh, <laughs> we'll upload it to you. But a fascinating conversation. But I uh, thank both of you guys. I appreciate it. Thank you. Scott, Thanks, Alex. Scott Thompson, who you can catch on Global News Radio Hamilton, and Craig Needles, who you can listen to on our Global News Radio station in London.